All right, guys, welcome to Sky Squids. My name's Ambrose Yala. I'm your host. It's your boy, Black Zeus. We in the building. And therapist Amy right here. Back in the house. Back in the house. And we live, baby. Woo. All right. So, guys, this is our second mental health episode. For season dose. For season two. If you haven't seen season or haven't listened to season one, go back. Yeah. Yeah. That's audio primarily. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's all audio. Unless you go to our YouTube Go to our YouTube, check that out. But we're talking mental health today, and we have Amy in the building. So we asked earlier this week for some questions for from our listeners. Yes. And uh, we actually got two of them, so we're going to... Oh, I think it just came undone. Oh, I got a question, too, from Michaela. Okay. Oh, you got one, too? All right. We got three questions. All right. So we're going to get started with those first. Um, we're not going to give any name, just case, like from this person. We're not going to give anyone's name out. Marlon. Oh, I don't think she cares, though. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't think she cares. I'm going to out her right now. <laughs> get, uh, canceled. Uh, right. I get canceled at least once a week, so it's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. All right, so let's start with our first question. Uh, this is for therapist Amy. Uh, how do you find positivity in a negative situation? So this is a this is a huge this is huge because there's so many different elements here. Um, I think we as a society under the impression that we have to be happy all the time, and if we're not happy, that means then something's wrong with us. We can't find, you know, I I can't be positive Pollyanna 24 hours a day. It's just not feasible. It's not normal. Um, I mean, we are predispositioned from dinosaur ages. You wake up, your first thought is the anxiety. Where am I going to get my meals today? Uh, Am I going to get eaten by a dinosaur today? Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, it is work. It's the negativity. So we are predispositioned and our brains are wired to go to the negative because it's our survival mode. So a lot of times people get really stressed out about like, why can't I get happy? Why, why, why is it that I have to be negative? Well, you know, the secret is out there, you know, think positive and positive things will happen. And I agree (laughs) when you think in a better space, you, you tend to not have the negatives aren't so negative. Right. But in order for the secret to happen, you actually have to take action behind the things that they're talking about. You know, I can't win. I can't be a millionaire if I'm not going to work hard to get there. It's kind of those things. So when we're in that negative space and we're trying to see the positive in that negative, sometimes it, it really is a struggle. But it's also looking at it and thinking, okay, you know what? You know, I had this major argument with my partner, something really bad, like, oh, my God. But the positive out of that is, what did you learn from that? You know, I learned that I didn't know that this was going to trigger that person. I didn't know that this part was part of their past or whatever the argument was about. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Like, you can take that and be like, okay, you know, a car accident. Okay, well, guess what? You're still alive. Thankfully, you're still alive. I mean, accidents happen. That's why they call them accidents. Yeah. You know, throughout our stuff, whatever it is that we're that's going on in our lives, there's that negative thought of, oh, my God, this always happens to me. You know, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. It's like, well, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Um, (laughs) Or you can look at it in a different perspective of, okay, what is it that I need to do to start changing what's going on in my life? 
because we tend to, when you're in a negative space and you're unhealthy, you tend to attract negative, unhealthy people. That is just that. It, I say it all the time to my clients. And I think they're sick of me saying it, but to me, I'm like, <sighs> ugly likes ugly. Like when you're not in a good space and you're misery, what's that? Misery, misery enjoys company. company. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's kind of the truth because it's like, if I'm miserable. And you're happy, go lucky. Am I gonna hang out with you? <laughs> no, because it's gonna make me mad. Yeah. But if somebody else is negative, I can be like, haha, my life's not as bad as theirs. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out with them because it makes us feel better. So misery really, truly does love company. So it's trying to take whatever is going on that's negative in your life and saying, okay, how's it gonna benefit me to dwell on it? How's it gonna benefit me to say, you know, this is, that's it. My life is over. This big catastrophe happened. I call it <laughs> catastrophizing. Teenagers do it great, let me tell you. <laughs> like, oh my God, my world's over. And my thing is, is, you're right, at this moment it is, but it's a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's trying to look past it. How's it going to benefit you to stay in that negative space? You know, we're not always going to be positive. There's this uh, book that I always tell my clients to get. It's called The Illustrated Happiness Trap. The guy basically breaks it down. It's cartoons, and they kind of talk, but what's behind it is awesome. Because what it does is it teaches you it's normal to think negative. It is very much normal because we are predisposition for that because Mm -hmm. of fight or flight. However, it's looking at it and trying to say, okay, happiness is an emotion just like sadness. Happiness is an emotion just like, you know, being overwhelmed or being frustrated. It's all emotions. They're meant to ebb and flow. We're not meant to be happy all the time. You know, I joke around and say, well, Buddha was content. He wasn't happy. He was content. Things happen, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it bother me. You know, the negative can happen, but I'm not going to let it get to me. It's not going to get me down. I drop my coffee in the morning. I have, I have, well, I'm a coffee holic. So I drop my coffee in the morning. I'm going to throw a little temper tantrum. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I drop my coffee Don't talk in the morning. to me until the next coffee's made. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, and I'm drinking it. <laughs> like Susan, Michael, no. Like, no. Wait no till coffee. I get this espresso right. in me. Right. Then, then we, we can, can talk. talk. Yeah. Like. <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, are you going to let that ruin your day because you dropped your coffee? No, no, no. Right. And so it's like, but if you're in that negative mind space, great, there goes my coffee. Now what? And then you walk, you stomp around, you stub your toe. And you let it go into like everything else. And then it starts spiraling. That snowball. Ooh, I'm guilty of that. (laughs) I remember, I think Drake, I don't know if it was Drake or if it was uh, uh, Morgan Freeman or Denzel Washington, right? Completely different. Three completely different. It was an African-American male on a podcast <laughs> and uh actually you know what? i think it was denzel washington denzel no no no. i think it was denzel washington <laughs> he's gonna keep he's gonna keep going on it uh but no he had a really it it actually like changed my whole perspective like on how i deal with um bad things that happen right um but he was said that uh when he was growing up you know, he would throw temper tantrums. Like when stuff would go bad and he would just be in a bad mood all day and blah, 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 blah. Right. And his grandma gave, I think it was his grandma gave him a rule. She said, I'm going to give you a 24 hour rule. She was like, anytime something bad happens, she's like, you got 24 hours to feel bad. So you got 24 hours. That means if it means you need to eat a gallon of ice cream in that 24 hours, if you need to go to the gym, if you need to cry it out, if you need to talk, you got 24 hours 
to deal with the fact that whatever happened is bad and that's okay. And you feel whatever you feel. Then there's like, after that 24 hours, you're just a victim. And, he, and, she was, and, and she was like, you either have a choice at that point. Because it's not the world is fighting you anymore. Right. It's not your life is bad anymore. It's you are making a decision right. to let this one event or these two events take away from everything else that you have ahead of you. So right. she was like, you have uh, 24 hours. That's it. That's all you get. She's like, I'll help you through the 24 hours. You can find a friend to help you through it. You can do it on your own. Like, you got 24 hours to deal with whatever negative event. But after that 24 hours, you have to make a decision that you're going to do something about it. And it's not, you know, you're, you know, hurting or you're the 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 person that needs this. or need, It's this happened. This is what I learned from it. And this is how I'm going to do, do better going forward. And like when I heard that, I was like, dang, like. Even in that moment, I was thinking like, man, like I'm still holding on to stuff from last week, mm-hmm. you know, that when something new happens, it's like I'm taking what happened last week, then what happened, right, you know, the time after that, then the time after that, then time and I'm adding it all on here. And then it was like, wait, 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 if I let all that go, then this one thing ain't really that big of a deal. Right. I'm just sitting here trying to add on all this extra stuff to keep feeling bad. Um, um, about something that's non-related. Right. And I was like, if you give it the 24-hour rule, now some things, like, obviously, they take more than 24 hours. Let's just be real. Depends but, on the- <laughs> Depends right. on the thing, right? Right, right. But it gave me a perspective to say, like, all right, like, in 24 hours, is this situation really going to be detrimental to everything that I'm trying to build? And then I started realizing that it didn't even take me 24 hours anymore. Mm-hmm. Then it became a deal of, like, something could happen, and even in the moment, that it happens, I'm like, this sucks, but I can't do shit to change right. it. But this is how I can fix it going forward. Right. And I don't even give it no energy. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I know, you know, some people probably be like, you're so empathetic or like some people think I'm like empathetic or I don't have emotions or stuff. But it's just like I really, I guess I compartmentalize mm-hmm. in a sense of I know where I want to be. I know when I die, I know the person that I want to be. Right. Right. So hopefully that's a long way away. Right. right? Hopefully, right. you know, <laughs> knock universe on willing. Knock on wood. Knock on, right? right. But um, so when bad things happen, I have to look at like, I just kind of have that instant switch in my head. In five years, is this going to matter? Right. No. In an hour, is this going to matter? Right. No. Okay, okay, this is really bad. So do I have the time to feel sorry for a month, you know what I mean, and feel bad about this uh, and and still get to my goal? No, you know what I mean? Um, So it's just like it's one of those things where I just be like bad stuff happens. It could be something like someone did something to me. Right. You know what I mean? Or someone put me in a bad situation. Someone said something mean about me on the internet. What does it mean? And I look at it and I say, okay, in the grand scheme of things, is this going to keep me from doing what I need to do in 24 right. hours? And then I, and I look at it like that and I say, no. I was like, why are you going to be mad? I'll fix it if I have to. You know what I mean? I'm responsible for dealing with fixing right. whatever, but I'm not going to give it so much energy that like two weeks from now I'm driving down a road and because someone didn't, pull off at the green light right when it turned green right. i'm pissed right but There's it has nothing to one. do it has nothing to do it has nothing to do with your gas pedal right. etiquette it's 
I'm taking shit from <laughs> two weeks ago and just piling it up and up and up and up. And I feel like, you know, that's where that Gandhi thing comes in. It's like, I'm not always happy at 100, right. but I'm not always negative in the bottom. Right. You know what I mean? Some days I just wake up and I'm just here. Right. And, and, and I feel like that's, I think a lot of people... I think we talked about this. I think you were the one. No, you told me this. Uh, you you told me this. You were like, uh, my boy Fix is in here too. Shout out, shout out Fix in our new single out there. We got a new single, Too Real. Um, <laughs> but no, you told me that she's like, people actually get addicted mm-hmm. to this negativity. Absolutely. They get addicted to it. They have to, it's like, they don't know how to function without it. Right. They need the chaos. Like, how do what you it get is. out of that though? Is that? I mean, is that is that one of those things that you just got to have that next traumatic event to realize that, like, oh wait, I can break the cycle, maybe? Yes and no, but it's also rewiring the brain patterns, because honestly, that's all that's all this is about. I mean, mental oh. health is all rewiring. We rewire ourselves all the time to do different things, so it's one of those things that we have to. Out. We won't. We won't uh, endorse. Uh, we won't endorse, right. but it's, it's a beverage. <laughs> But it basically, you know, we, we've got to rewire that brain if, oh, woe is me, everything happens to me. And it's like, okay, well, what about changing that to making it a different, you know, thought of, okay, you know what? These things are going on in my life. Something's going to have to change. What can I do to change that's going to benefit me? You know, because that's the big thing. How is How are these emotions benefiting you? Mm-hmm. Well, the negative emotions benefit us because they're a fight, flight, or freeze thing. It's all about, you know, what our defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. So if I stay negative and I don't want people around me, and I'm like, nobody likes me, nobody cares about me, and I'm constantly negative, who's going to want to be around me? So what nobody. Does that do? What does that do though? That reinforces that negative thought that nobody wants to be around me. Nobody cares about me. So nobody then you start me. believing it. Right. Mm. Because but it's not that no one works. doesn't, it's not people that people don't like you. People just don't want to be around your negativity. Right. It's not you, the person. Right. It's just this one aspect. But you're not it letting go. It reinforces your negative thoughts and your negative values about uh. yourself because you're constantly like, I'm putting it out there. I don't want to be around people. I hate people. No, I don't know. Nobody likes me. I must be a bad person because nobody wants to hang out with me. And then because Dang. I'm so negative all the time, nobody wants to hang out with me. So I am. It compounds the the the, the situation. Absolutely. And then just puts more fuel to the fire. Absolutely. And so if you change that, and it's a hard thing to do. It's kind of, I call it the alphabet. How do we know the alphabet? Repeat, repeat, repeat. That right. became normal. These negative patterns we've repeated so much, they've become normal. Say the alphabet backwards. It's hard to do. But they use that. They use that in sobriety tests, and I'm know, thinking to myself, nobody, yeah. you, you can't <laughs> do that Z, sober, right? <laughs> X, Y, and then you're just singing the alphabet in your head to get it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, and this is the problem, though, because we've been predisposition that alphabet 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 we know it to say right. backwards we're like can't do it we give up it's the same thing with that negativity we get so used to being in that negative space to think in the positive way it's like can't do it like you try it once doesn't work forget it and it's like yeah. it's that repeat 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 because you've got to change your brain patterns because you're so c- accustomed to right this happens this is my reaction this is what i'm used to Absolutely. so you have to consciously almost force yourself to say okay 
next time this happens, like, you have to find some way to break that habit of I'm going to think about it from this perspective. Absolutely. Right? Like, and it's just, and it's just trying. It's, it's, it's constantly practice, trying. Practice, I right. guess, or like a because I, trial know, and error it's type not, deal. It's not that what's the Stuart guy's name where it's like, Don Garnet, I'm a good person. It's not, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> Stuart Little? No, what's his name? Uh, it's a Saturday Night Live. No, That's we, what I thought. <laughs> oh, it was exactly. But like. We it's it's you know saying you know what I can be a good person. What are my good attributes? Mm-hmm. One of the things I do for self esteem building, and it's one of the best things. And every single person that does this with me cries, and they hate me for it because they don't want to cry in therapy. Uh oh, I'm not ready but, for this. <laughs> right, right. You take everybody that is close to you, and you tell them write down ten of my best attributes. When you think of me, what are my ten best attributes? Give me the ten, my 10 best qualities. Don't show them to me. Write them down. And then when I get them all, I'm going to read them all out loud. And when people do that, I get goosebumps every time I do this. Because right. when people do that, they don't realize, for one, the pattern that they have because every single one of their attributes is the same in almost every person. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they love hanging out with you. There's a reason why they love you as a person. And so it shows. And it's things that you're not aware of. So then you're looking at my, all my negatives, all my negatives, all my negatives. But what are other people seeing? They're seeing all these positives about you right, 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 that right. you don't see. And then it's telling the significant other. I usually say, well, have your significant other do something different. Have your significant other in the morning. Five things they wish that are going to be good for you throughout the day. Five things they, they want good for you throughout the day. At the end of the day, five things that they're grateful for for you in their lives Mm. and you read that out loud and then you take them i have people take them and make like little boards up or just hang little vision boards yeah hang it somewhere where you're going to see it every morning and every night so that you can see that because again repeat 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 and those positive words start actually coming in because you break the cycle right and then mirror work telling yourself you love yourself the first time i did that i bawled like a baby because Aww. it's hard to tell yourself to look at yourself and say, I love you, and really truly mean it to yourself is a hard thing. Because there's parts of us that a lot of us don't like. And it's like, okay, well, but I love me. Right. I'm a good person. I love who I am as a person. But there's attributes that I don't like about myself, but I love me. Mm-hmm. And if I love me as a whole, I need to tell myself that. Because it's like that whole Mean Girls episode where they have, they're all standing in front of the mirror talking negative about themselves. And yeah. she stands there and she's like, oh my God, what do I say? What do I say? Because she's not used to saying right. I have really bad breath in the morning. That's <laughs> what she said. Right, 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 right. I love that you know that movie so well. <laughs> but it, it, it goes with that whole, like, we're so predispositioned to think in that negative way. But it's also a Western cultural thing mm. because in other other countries, they don't automatically go to the negative. That's so weird to me. I don't, I don't know if it's like, I mean, I always, I don't know. I, I just feel like more people should have extracurricular activities when they're younger. And it doesn't even have to be sports. Like right. it could be chess. It could be, you know, I don't know, debate club, you know, um, different things like that. Just because I feel like, for me personally, like I feel having sports helped me develop a certain level of um, self, or I guess resilience to hard situations in life. Mm-hmm. Just because 
you know, when you're trying to be good at something that everyone else is trying to be good at, you get accustomed to losing and then coming out the other side as a winner, right? So you may, you know, be fighting for a position, right, right? On, uh, on a team. So you may not get the position today, but it doesn't mean that you suck as a player. Right. You just have to develop and get better. Right. But you have, like, a coach and a trainer and a mentor and all that stuff. So I feel like, you know, having extracurricular activities with some type of mentorship I feel like has has helped. I know it's helped me, and I'm pretty sure other people can speak to this. And it doesn't even have to just be sports. Like I said, I feel like having that mentorship at a young, young, young age, I think would help a lot of people with their self-esteem just because, you know, they'll go through those losses of their right. on their character, right? right? But then they always have like a litmus test or point to point back to to see their progress, just because I feel like so, but most I people don't. That. To counter that, though, what if you were in an environment where you're not, you, you're told, no, you can't do that. You can't. We don't have the money for that. We don't have the money to, you know, you can't play this sport or you can't play this instrument or you can't do that. We don't have the money for that. Or if you have a parent that doesn't wasn't taught how to be a healthy parent and then they're putting you down because they're projecting what they feel onto you so then you're thinking that you're a bad kid because your parents are not happy with you at all like those are the things that give Mm. you that self-esteem that low self-esteem to the core and i think that's part of the problem is is that you know, we've had generation after generation after generation of poverty, of depression, of all these things, of all this trauma. And if you weren't taught the appropriate coping skills, how are you going to be able to teach a child appropriate coping skills? How are you going to learn how to praise them if you were never praised? If you were taught, you just do this because this is how this is. If you're taught, this is how I'm going to be, so this is how it is. You know, you suck as a person, get over it. Or we didn't want you, we wanted a boy and you're a girl, or vice versa, or whatever it is. Like, you're, you're put down all the time. So then as an adult... You, you're still you, holding on to that, that that's your core, perspective. Right, that becomes a core negative belief Ooh. that you have about yourself because you were taught that as a child, that that's how you are. So then as an adult, we will tend to do things like go for the wrong relationship. Right. We will go for the wrong kind of jobs. Anything that we, because what, what happens is, is we feed into that. Again, it's that... I'm not good enough kind of thing, or I'm not this, or I'm not that. So I'm going to do things without thinking about it's unconscious that mm. is going to reiterate that, that perspective or that right. outcome. So a lot of times the adults that I work with aren't even aware that they're they're They know they've got some kind of self-esteem stuff, but they don't understand to the core how it is. Why the hell is our brain working so hard against us? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I just <laughs> feel like, me like, I mean, I'm just saying, I just feel like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like our brain's working so hard against us. Cause it's like, okay, because the thing we can't, so like, right. We can't choose our parents. Right. Right. We cannot choose our financial situation when we right. grow up. We can't uh, choose um, the parenting outcome. Right. right. Like in that sense. Um, and, and. Uh, and to a certain extent, right, you really don't you have a limitation on what type of social group that you can pick, because right. that depends on where you live and what school you go to. Right. Right. 
So I just feel like our brand is like, it's like our brain. I get it. It's it's designed for survival. Right. Right. It's designed at its core from the time you, you know, fall out. It is. How do I not die? Right. Right. But I feel like it's 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 working so hard against us if you're not coming from a background that is heavily aware. Right. You don't even necessarily have to be highly educated. You know what I mean? Right. I know some people that are not, you know, highly educated, but they're very aware. They're very self-aware and they can give a lot of good knowledge and may not even have a high school diploma. Right. You know what I mean? So I just think just being aware. Right. But I feel like like that's such a big roadblock mm-hmm. if you're just born into a bad circumstance because you have no other perspective to bounce it off of. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're not living in someone else's. It's not like we're house jumping. It's like, oh, let me go to Christopher's house and for a week and see how Christopher's I mean, well, parents sometimes parenting you, him. Sometimes you, know? you do get a glimpse of that though, right? right. Going to when your you friend's, friend's house. house. Oh, yeah. And you like see that. some yeah. of that. Yeah. But I'm saying like on a, on a, on a consistent basis, you know, because if I, if I judge that, you know, I would have tried to talk back to my mom and probably would have got killed when I went to Trevor's house. And that's just, we're not, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, oh, see, like, I mean, this is, but that's what I'm saying. Like aware though. <laughs> he's, he's reading guys. Oh, my bad. So, yeah, so, you wanna, oh, yeah. yeah. Deja Arnold said, man, I feel so terrible about myself, but I try so hard to make it. So my daughter doesn't feel like I feel like, but I worry so much. She's only eight, but I think I'm doing good so far. I mean, what that's you, being aware. That's being right, aware. that's being aware. And the more self-aware you are, shout out Deja, the yeah. more self-aware you are, you know, the more that you can change that perspective. Just because we have a negative perspective about ourselves does not mean that we, you know, once you become aware of it, right. that's my thing. Once we become aware, I'm an attachment theorist to the core. Once you figure out your attachment style, it is up to you to change that. It's up to you to make yourself a different person. Like, who do you want to be? Right. Like for Deja, who do you want your daughter to see? What kind of a person do you want your daughter to see you be? You know, do you want her to see you angry all the time? Or do you want her to see you happy? Now, kids are smart. So no matter what, they're going to they're gonna know if you're, you're BSing them or not. Yeah. You know, they're going to know. At the same time, it's constantly reiterating that, you know, you're a beautiful person. You're so smart. Look at how talented you are. Mowing that lawn. Right. You're, you're working hard. You're a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put yeah. those put those positive thoughts in your child's head so that as they're getting older, they still, that's instilled. It's not instilled about, you know, wow, you should, you should you be eating that right now? Oh, should you be doing, you know what I mean? The the negatives that get put into us, it's showing the positives. It's showing like, man, you know, I'm so proud of you. Look at the good work you did. Look at the art that you create. Look at the, you know, the programs that you've done. Look at the schoolwork that you've done. Wow. You know, you tried really hard on that test. I'm proud of you. Putting that positive energy in behind their Building their character, right. building their identity. Absolutely. That way, then you're constantly putting that positivity out there. Now, I'm not saying tell your kid, you're number one and, and you're better than everyone else. Because, and came in last place. Right. No, that's not because that. that's not that's not going to be productive mm. for them. So it's it's just showing them, yes, like, and giving them love. Showing them, you know, it's okay to have emotions. You know, it's okay if mommy's sad sometimes. It's okay if daddy's sad sometimes. It's okay I really wish that honesty with parenting was a bigger 
a bigger instead of hiding it that's what you see in right. shows right yeah. whenever there's a fight they're like the kids are here or they'll right. like they straighten are. up they or and i remember when my parents fought they would hide it i never heard but, my parents really yell oh, really? but i know they were they know yeah. they were fighting you could feel the tension oh yeah you can feel the tension you know so it's stuff like that constantly you know and we constantly look at different ways of um, trying, I call it our shit pile. I have, I oh, have all yeah. kinds of theories. And one of the shit pile theories, like basically we're born with a clean slate. By the time we're five, we've got a pile on our plate. That's about size this room. By the time we're 10, it's filling up the house. By the time you're a teenager, forget it. It's the whole it's house over. is filled. By the time you hit 18 it's blowing out the roof. So we've <laughs> got this huge shit pile that other people have given us that we've been taught and then we bring it on ourselves because we were taught this. Yeah. So the more and more and more that we're taught and we see all this negativity, the bigger our shit pile is going to be. And so it's like as a therapist, I can't work on the bottom of your shit pile until we get your pile to be a manageable level. So let's work with what's going on with you today. Okay, so your anxiety, where is that coming from? How do we cope with the anxiety of today? We can't cope with the anxiety of last week because right now we have to focus on today. Yeah, and your then, mind's not even clear enough to do it last week. Absolutely. So once you get that low enough that your shit pile is low enough that it's a manageable pile, then, okay, hey, let's work on, like, the stuff from childhood that got you to this place where you are today. You know, and hmm. a lot of people are like, I need to work on my trauma. Come into me. I want to work on my trauma. And I'm like, mm -mm. let's figure out, like, what are you doing to cope right now? You know, and some a lot of trauma Honestly, there's major self-esteem. Depression, anxiety, trauma, it's all self-esteem. It comes from that negative place because of what reinforces those negative thoughts. Mm. So it's trying to change it and reinforce the positives. You know, hey, I might, I suck at guitar, but I'm going to play it because guess what? I like to. And if it sounds like a cat dying, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you got to start somewhere. You start somewhere. Yeah. Nobody was perfect doing it the first time. <laughs> right. They were. They're very gifted and great for them, you know? Good for them. Right. I doubt it, though. But okay. but does that make sense? Yeah. No, it makes, it, I mean, it makes total sense. Uh, I guess it's just like, it's the brain, your mind, your subconscious is so so many steps ahead of you right of yourself you know what i mean it's already ahead of you so it's just like i feel like people get into these um patterns mm -hmm. and they're so far into the pattern before they even realize it right because the brain if the brain's already put you there your mm -hmm. brain's already processed it five million times so you're already in it and don't even realize it so I'm going to give you something. So I got this book as a gift in college. And then um, my supervisor actually sent it to me because she wanted everybody at the program to read it. And I've read this book at least 100 times. It's called The Four Agreements. Then This is how, if you want to be the best version of you, these four things will get you to be the best version of you. The first one. I mean, the book's not that thick. Yeah, yeah, that's a quick read. Quick yeah. read. So part of it is, be impeccable to your word. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're going to say, this is how I'm going to be as a person, do it. If you tell somebody, you know what, next Tuesday I'm coming over and you and I are going to work on this project, then do it. Be impeccable to your word. Keep your word. Is there a percentage on there? Does it say 100% of the time, 80%? Like, the second, my bad. Okay. don't take anything personally because we project. 
Oh shit. We project what other what we feel about ourselves onto other people. So if all of a sudden somebody's not calling you, we're like, oh my God, they must think I'm a bad person. I did something wrong. Oh my God. And it's don't take it personally. They could have, you know, things happen. Man, you know? I do that all the time. Like, well, not with that, but other situations. Like if I uh, if I'm doing something and I'm thinking, I'm gonna um I'm going to call them today and then I don't call them and then I don't hear from them. And then you're like, oh, my God, did I not? Did I do? And something? then you yeah. start thinking, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and then the third one, don't make assumptions. We assume, that's the next thing you do yeah, is you start you, making an we assumption. make assumptions because it's what we would do. We expect people. And my thing is our expectations of other people are what we would do. And it's not to make assumptions about other people. What we expect, what we would do, our moral compass isn't everybody else's moral compass. So if we're doing something. And I had to stop doing that because people would be letting me down all the time. And that's the Because it's like, I'm like, dude, you're my friend. So like once we cross a certain boundary as a friendship, it's like, I'm going to be there for you for like whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I will be getting in situations to where it's like my friends would do stuff that was wrong. And they know where I'm at mm-hmm. ethically with how I like operate. And then they would expect me to like have their back. But I'm like, no, but you're in the wrong. Right. You're wrong. Like, like what you're doing but is you're obviously friend. wrong. Like you're over here having to like wrong friend. Hey, you got me right. right? Like you, you got me right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got you. And then you do some shit. I'm like, no, I don't got that mm-hmm. though. Like, you know what I mean? Or I would be, or I would do stuff for people. And, um, I would do stuff for people expecting like, like you're going to do the same back for me right. when the time comes. Right. And, and I was like, happen. bro, I'm not even getting back 50% of what like right. you, I mean, I knew you didn't have it at that time. So that was fine. And I was like, I'm just doing this cause you're my homie. But now that we done came full circle and you do got it and you ain't helping me out. I'm right. like, hold on, bro. This ain't right. <laughs> this ain't, I can't, we can't operate like this. And that's when I started realizing like, you just can't, you, that's when I just I put that perspective of if like if I'm gonna do something for somebody, or if I'm going to help someone, right? One, I'm only gonna help you within the means that I feel comfortable. Right. You're not entitled to get from me what you want from me. Right. Right. And I had to take a big, big like, that stuff hurt for a while to like have someone that 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 either has been there for you or someone who says they care for you and they ask for something and it's out of your comfort zone to give and having to tell them no and then them make you feel bad for mm-hmm. not um, fulfilling, fulfilling the, in the well, way yeah, that but, they want it to be but fulfilled, but you're tr- you're still trying, but, but it's like, but that's not everything I want. That's, not, that's you not taking it yeah, personally because I had, that was the a problem. Hard pill. That's hard. That's because a hard it's not pill about you. It's about them. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, in yeah. our heads. We in my head, I'm thinking like, damn, I'm a bad person. Right. And it's, person, not, and it's no. not you. You're putting up a boundary and they yeah. don't know how to accept that. That's them. It's don't take it personally. Okay. Don't take it personally. Don't make assumptions because we tend to make assumptions about everybody. Well, something must be wrong with me because this person didn't do what I did for them. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. We don't know their, what's going on. What's going on in their life or what right. they got going on at the so moment. So it's and making those assumptions. It's only going to, it's only going to kind of ruin the relationship. And then the last ones do always do your best. If you were always doing your best, 
even if like you were dead tired and you're like, okay, today I got 90%. I can't give a hundred, but today I'm going to give the 90. That's all I got today. I'm so tired. As long as you were doing the best you can do at whatever it is that you're doing, then you're doing it. That's good enough. That's good enough. Because it's, it, you know, I, I have a client, her and I talk about this because she, she keeps telling me, Amy, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Whatever you're telling me, I'm drinking it. <laughs> it's working. Because we, we were talking about the four agreements and she bought the book and she read it. And she's like, this is hard. And then she started doing it at work and she's like, oh my God. Like, I'm a better person mm-hmm. in my career because of this, because I'm not taking anything personally. I'm not assuming these people know everything I know. Like we all, you know, well, that's common sense. Well, some people weren't taught certain things. Oh, so geez. For I am us the worst think, at that. Yeah. It for, everybody like, knows that. And they're like, Marlon, no, 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 not everybody. You know that. Right. Not, not everybody. everybody. Like I'm like, Fuck. and if you're doing your best, like, I always tell people, what kind of person do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter how old you are, what stage in life you're at, you can always change your who what you're doing. Because if I'm doing my best every day, even if I can only give 50% one day, and I, but that's the best I can do, I'm doing it. Yeah. And damn, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it to the best that I can. I'm not going to take anything, but I... Mm, I try. <laughs> I was say, we sometimes, all be, uh, sometimes it's really hard for me to like that expectation, <laughs> like the, those expectations, and to not take it personally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know in my job, I don't take it personally. If somebody fires me as a therapist, it's because we don't click. And it's that's a, not. Okay. It's a fit thing. It's not right. A you it thing. has has nothing to do with me as a therapist. It just means they don't like my type yeah. of therapy. So, as, on a professional yeah. level, I'm like, listen. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Sometimes I'm the cup of whiskey. Right. You know? Like, so you have it's going to be a little kick whiskey, on the way down. Right. <laughs> whiskey. Whiskey. Because I am. I'm kind of brutal. You know? But it's like, that's who I am as a person. I'm going to treat my friends the same as I'm going to treat my, my, my clients, except for... My friends, do you want therapist Amy or do you want friend Amy? Because right, friend right, right. Amy is going to tell you what a dumbass you're being. Therapist Amy is going to be a little bit nicer about it, say, okay, well, you know, this is. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it because I know you hate that. I, hate I know that. you hate that. Oh, I know you hate that. But it's like if you can do that and you can take that and be positive, how awesome is that to change that part of who you are? Oh, 100%. Like the second question, what was that second question we had? The second question is how do you recover your character after untreated mental health caused decisions that ruined your life? Bam, the four agreements. Because clearly something happened. Either you were not impeccable to your word, you made major assumptions, you weren't doing the best that you could, and what? You took a bunch personally. You know what I mean? That's where we mess up. Those four things are usually where we mess up. So it's like, try to take a step back, look at it and say, okay, so what is it that I need to do? You know, sometimes like, I do think, okay. And not, not to cut you off. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, here Marlon goes, cutting me off. (laughs) No, but I think another part of like this, like those four, it's like those, how do I say it? Like those part, those unrealistic, um, cliches in our society that have been traditionally passed on over and over and over again. One, I used to hate when my coaches would be like, give 110%. It's like, well, where am I getting this extra 10%? <laughs> like, if, if 100 is the max, coach, where am I getting this extra 10? Right, kill you know yourself I mean? for like, it. Right, right. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, 
you know, um, I hate the toxic positivity thing of like, you know, um, just just be positive and things will work out. And it's just like, no, if I'm in a house and it's on fire, me thinking positive isn't going to put the fire out. Like no matter how hard I think, no matter how hard right. I want it to go out, no matter how positive I think the outcome, maybe the best situation is to walk away from the situation and leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or go ask somebody for help that knows how to right. how put to fire put the fire yeah. out, right? So it's like for me, it's just like I that that whole toxic positivity thing is like very um is another one of those just kind of cliche, traditionally just easy go-to things that I feel get a lot of people when they get into these like, I made a bad decision. And it screwed my life up. So now I just have to completely forget about it and be positive and things are going to fix. Right. No, because no, you have to make changes. Right. you got to take some accountability. Mm-hmm. you got to accept that there's probably even more stuff to uncover as to why you got here that's right. going to make you even more sad. Right. But it's like if you never peel that scab off and deal with it thinking that like, well, I'm not going to deal with this because I'm not going to be able to be able to. I'm not going to be able to be positive if I do right. this type of work. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to be positive with this. You're never going to fix the real root issue. And I just feel like a lot of these cliche, like, I mean, the 110% and the toxic positivity, that's just a few of them. I mean, toxic masculinity is another one. Like, I just have to suck it up and deal with it because I'm a man and not oh, talk about it. Yeah. Uh, it drives me nuts because there's so much strength and vulnerability. Right. And if you are a man and you are, I'm muscular, I'm manly, and, uh, it and, does, how is that going to benefit you? Right. Like, but I'm saying, like, those things keep us, right. I think, In that area. some of those, yeah. once you get to this ruin part, it's like, they're trying to hold on to these right. the thoughts that false identities right. that you can't be. You can't give one hundred and ten percent every time. And the, the thing is, nobody told them that those don't really exist. Right? Yeah, like they that, don't that really bond. exist. Like the toxic masculinity right. doesn't really exist. It's a bunch of men that are either they're what they said uh, committing suicide, right? Um, ruining their lives with right. drugs. Absolutely. So that's have what mental happens. health issues. They that have they're major not addressing. mental and health issues. Not going to because if you do, then you're not a man. Right. Or even like the toxic. Po- I thought the toxic positive. Have y'all seen that fire? Uh, the Ja Rule, uh, the one where Ja Rule was oh, a headliner yeah. for a uh, fire, fire, fire uh, or something island. No, it that's, the no it was, for, <laughs> that's the gay spot in New York. But. No, but yeah, I remember fire, but they were a fire festival. Fire festival. Yeah. This was like a prime example of toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. The head guy, like the, the top, top, top guy that was putting this festivals on. He basically mm-hmm. was hitting all these roadblocks and trying to get this festival jumped off. In on the an island. On an island. Oh. It was Mind crazy. you, he charged them like upwards in the amount of ten thousand and up for a ticket, right? Oh, wow, because okay. yeah. it was supposed to be a bunch of headliners there on an island, private. Crazy. I mean, he and and, and this dude literally got people to donate like millions. Kendall Jenner endorsed it. Yeah. Remember? Wow. Uh, some other models endorsed it. Did Bella Hadid endorse it? I don't remember. Yeah. But a lot of said Ja Rule endorsed it. Ja Rule was the main one. He, like. Yeah, he got in trouble too. <laughs> But I've, allegedly, I, I was watching the uh, documentary on it. You know what? He was off. Did you ever watch Anna Delphi? No. Oh, never mind. So that, another story. But anyway, so uh, they they were they kind of crossed paths mm-hmm. at the same time. But I feel like that's another one of those things where toxic positivity came in because this guy was basically he was hitting all these roadblocks mm-hmm. and basically 
he would find a slight solution. Mm -hmm. But then another problem would come and then he'd find a slight solution. But he was never like fully solving the problem. But he had this mentality that like, we don't we don't focus on uh, problems. We've only focused on solutions, and it's gonna work its way out. Or it's gonna work itself out. But like the whole, basically, like he was going ten feet in the hole and only coming back six. Right. And then going another ten and then only coming back four. Then going another five and then only coming back one. So it's like, yeah, you're focusing on the solutions that you're creating, just trying to be positive, but you're not actually effectively fixing the problem. Right. So then it ended up being that like this thing could have been amazing. It could have been huge. I mean, he had everything going and then it just crumbled. And it was like, because you never, he never took the time to assess the fact that like, well, I'm really, making mistakes. It honestly really was never going to work out and he needed more time. So they needed to launch like the following year or something. I think that, yeah. Maybe and get things worked out. But it, right. long story short, it turned out terrible because he tried to stay positive through that whole situation. It and he like up, fired like. Well, three it, people it, but it ended up the people showed up remember and they didn't have nowhere to go and they oh, were yeah. sleeping in these cold tents oh wow then yeah. it like got flood the area of the ring got flooded out and all that stuff it was yeah it was bad wow. so that's the toxic positive yeah. <laughs> it could then like like three people try to sit him down and say bro this isn't gonna work right it's not about like it's just so not gonna work and he's like stubborn you're, and you're just not right you're not you, you just don't you're not whatever i can't remember what he said so he fired him wow because they weren't being positive because they weren't I'm like, what? And he went to jail. Long story short, right? right. But I do feel like um, those are um, trying to live up to those cliche right. identities. I feel like really put a toll on people once they're already at the bottom. Well, because then they beat themselves up, right? More. Okay, so um, the the book, The Secret, and the movie, The Secret, right? Never seen it. Um, the secret was all about power of positive thinking. Power of positive thinking. And supposedly this woman had stage five cancer. There is no stage five cancer, but whatever. Yeah. Had stage five cancer and she just positive, positive, positive. She only watched funny stuff. And guess what? Her cancer poof went away. No. The reality is, is that when you were going through cancer treatments and chemo, it, to stay in a positive space of okay i'm going through this it's going to be rough but i know i can make it through is going to help you a lot more than that defeated thinking oh, 100%. because yeah. your defeated thinking also makes you feel sicker so mm. then it perpetuates that cycle and makes your mind think that okay you're sicker than you are right, right, right. so that positive thinking of okay you know what this is going to be bad but i'm going to get through it i have my supports i've got this i've got that and you can actually get in a better space but you have to put action behind it i call it solution focused therapy give me action behind right. what's going on we need to make changes let's make steps you know i, I love when people i do um Best case, worst case, what is that? Worst case scenario, puppies and rainbows and middle solution. <laughs> because we always go to worst case scenario. Right. Okay, so Man, worst case scenario. Give me A, B, C. There's 27 letters. Get, let's go backup plans. Let's right. do these backup plans. Puppies and rainbows, what does that look like? Okay, let's mesh them together. What What is the middle case? Because usually that's what it ends up being. Right. So it's looking at, okay, well, let's make backup plans so that when your mind is focused on worrying about those things and that negativity starts coming in, you're like, nope, guess what? In mind, I've got this for a backup plan. I got this. Right, right, right. Solution focus so that you're not always dwelling on the complete negative. 
Mm. so that we can get you to a different frame of thinking. And okay. it's kind of that, like the happiness trap, that's all about ACT, acceptance and commitment therapy. It's changing. Oh, this acronym. Yeah. Acceptance, commitment, therapy. therapy. And it's basically changing the way you think because bad things happen. They do. Yeah. They happen. Okay. Instead of why me, the, oh, bad things always happen to me. You know, it's okay. This happened. How do I get myself to change what's going on because what I'm doing isn't working. At yeah. one point, even our un- most unhealthiest coping skills worked. They worked. Or we oh, keep, I didn't even think about that. Girl. She would have stopped doing it. you would have stopped doing it. Yeah. It didn't work. So everything has worked in the past. Negative or positive, it has worked in the past. However, how is it benefiting you? Hmm. If going to drinking is a way to get away from your problems... How is it benefiting you? Right. Well, Where's the positive right. in that? Because, they're the ne- because that's one of the ne- it negatively reinforces. And so you continue to drink because guess what? In the moment, you're not thinking about all your problems. Right. They go away. They go away. Just like with, like with shopping, with all kinds of stuff. It goes. Drugs, <laughs> shopping. <laughs> Sorry. Fitness. I mean, <laughs> right. but it could be, I mean, it could right. be working it could be out, anything. jogging. Like, right. It could be hobbyists. You know, anything. So it's like. What, how's it benefiting you in a positive way? How does this benefit me? Because every coping skill has benefited us. In one even the bad ones. Even the bad ones. Or we wouldn't do them. Dang. Shopping is enough. <laughs> Poor Ambrose. Sorry. I know Ambrose. I, I bought a shirt for going out of town. <laughs> that's not, that's not, that's, that's celebration though. Yeah. Right? That's no. benefiting. I'm going. <laughs> he's going, to my, he, wait, he's going out of town. He's going to my shirt. He's benefiting you to look nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. I needed yes. something nice to wear. Right. I get that. <laughs> he's justifying. Yeah. Oh, but that, that's a good one though, right? No? Well, I mean, it's his, if he wasn't doing it to feel better, if he was doing it. Let me say this. I, this is the update on my shopping addiction. Okay. Yes. I haven't bought anything expensive in... Four months? Two hours. Right. I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, yeah. In a couple, well, maybe wow. like two, two, three months. And now when I make a purchase, I'm like, what do I need this for? Ooh, I like that. That's what I think about. That is and growth. That is growth. That's a lot of growth. So and I bought that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the shirt because I'm going out of town. So that's what I needed it for. So I bought the shirt. I didn't buy anything else. But that's okay because you're used to shopping all the time. Yeah. To go from shopping all the time to once every couple months, a big purchase. That's I mean, big. That's, that's, that's big. pretty damn good. That's big because we had yeah. Amazon here at the door every day. Uh, I know. I'm like, I never came over here and there wasn't an Amazon package. <laughs> I felt like I was working for Amazon. Like, oh, there's package. <laughs> this is the warehouse. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's tr- I mean, you think about this. All this stuff that we do is perpetuated because it's benefited us in some way, somehow during our time. Mm. So even when we do bad, like if we make bad decisions, like um, if you are manic, um, so mania happens usually with bipolar disorder and um, you could go, you know, two or three days without maybe just a couple hours of sleep and you feel all this energy. You start all these projects, you do all these things, but you're very impulsive that part of your brain that says, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this isn't working. So you go. Wait, we shouldn't spring. do this? Right. We shouldn't oh, do oh, this. Oh. You're going on shopping spree. Like what Kanye West goes yes. on those rants. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, yes. okay. okay. And so when you're manic like that and you make 
some poor choices, then when you're not manic anymore and you realize, oh, shit, I just screwed up big time. It's like, okay, but we can't take it back. I mean, you can send your purchases back. Right. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> <laughs> only for store credit. <laughs> right, right, right. They only do store credit. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you know, we can't take back any of the choices that we made. We right. can't take back any of the no, decisions, no, no. anything we said. The only thing we can do is show by action that we didn't mean it and that we need change, mm. that I am changing. I'm going to change this. I recognize this is a bad behavior. That this is, un- excuse me, an unhealthy behavior. So what I need to do to change this is this. So then you start focusing on the change instead because we dwell on the stuff that we messed up. That keeps us, that perpetuates the negative. So- that seems like a freaking deep, deep, deep hole. Because it's like at some point in time, either someone's going to have to have a sit down with you and be, have a come to Jesus moment and be like, look. Or you're going to realize you it yourself. Or fucking your own self up. Or you're going to realize You're going to have to realize yourself. But I'll I be, feel like the likelihood of you realizing it yourself is really low oh, if let me you're tell already you in that pattern. <laughs> I, I have, on, to be totally honest, that was me like a long time ago. A uh, group of friends, like mm-hmm. 10 friends, all of us hung out together all the time. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of, and it kind of happens that way. Like people gravitate towards me making a decision of where we're going to go. Right. So I started be, being in the role of telling everybody where we were going to go, what we were going to do that day, that weekend. And we would hang out four times a week, you know. So we, I was always like, we're going here, we're going here. And everybody was fine with it for a long time. Right. And then somebody was like, wait a minute, I don't want to eat at that place today. <laughs> and, <laughs> I want to go there. And, you know, I kind of like turned everybody's opinion on that person, right? And I didn't recognize that I was doing that. So I was using the other friends in my corner to go against that one person. It was like we were all against them. I was mad. You got to be mad at them, too. So, yes, it was really petty. And I was that was like my early 20s when I did that. And honestly, I'll be honest with you. I lost all of my friends from that. And when I lost all of my friends from that, uh, I was like, man, I really need to figure out what I'm doing because well, you start this is not you working. Start looking, yeah, you start And I'm like, inside. if it's it's not, I, it can't be, I thought it can't be everybody else and not me. So it has to be me. So now I'm very aware of doing mm-hmm. stuff like that and giving my friends the option of, do you want to do this? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? But it wasn't until you recognized that you needed to make a change. Yeah, mm-hmm. until it got really bad to right. where I had no friends to call right. or hang out with. So it's like you have to be the one to recognize and make that change. And then once you make that change, people will start recognizing because it's consistency. It's showing that change time and time again that you're consistently doing the same thing and changing that behavior. That's when you get your friends back. That's when people start recognizing, okay, so they are changing. They did recognize it because when it, it... Couples, when they fight and they're like, well, you're doing this and this is this and this. I'm going to change, baby. I'll change. I'll change. Oh, geez. (laughs) It's seeing the consistency of the change. If you recognize a pattern of behavior that's not benefiting in a healthy way, then it's. Got to let the shit go. Right. And it's learning, you know what? This isn't working for me. It's not benefiting me in a positive way. So let's change it. How do I change? Yeah. Well. Be impeccable to your word. Like, don't take, you know what I mean? And it's give like, it time. And, well, it does take time. It I know really for does. me, like, I've, you know, I have, like, situations, like, with my family. 
like when I was back in the day, like like I would always say, like I'm gonna come and do something or do something. And I wouldn't do it, right? And a lot of times it'd just be like whatever I had going on, right? But then I realized that like um, you have to give other people time to acknowledge your change. Right. So yeah, you may have made it up in your mind that you're gonna change, but you also have to give people around you time to accept that change because just because you did it once or twice right. or three or four, you could have, you know, changed your course of action 10 times, 20 times, right? Um, you can't force someone when they're going to be comfortable with your change. Right. Well, that's like a lot of say, people that are in substance, that are in recovery. Right. But then they be, I'm, well, I guess my, my ultimate thing was to say is, like you can't beat yourself up right. because they haven't accepted your change right. yet. You still have to stay committed to, to that change, change, even if they never absolutely um, acknowledge it. But I think I do also see, like, even in my case where it was like, well, you know, I know I've changed, but if you're not going to accept it, then I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing because you don't believe me anyway. Right. And it's just like, it's like, I guess it goes back to the four keys. Well, mm-hmm. hell, don't uh, take no, it right? personal. Don't I'm going to buy you a it. copy of that book on Amazon. <laughs> I'm going to buy it with my shopping addiction. With your shopping addiction. Yes, yes. Your addiction is okay it's, it's when it benefits me. It's going to benefit in a positive <laughs> manner. It's right. benefiting in a positive manner. Oh, my God. But, but that, uh, I mean, even if, don't take it, it goes back to right, don't take it, it goes, personal. Right, and think about that. If you're in recovery, that means mental health recovery as well. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. if you are finally working through your stuff, because I think we never get over stuff, we get through stuff. Right, 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 right. If you are working through your stuff, um, recovery for substances, recovery for any kind of addiction, anything like that, people are going to need to see that change. And it may take a year, it may take two years, three years. It depends on the severity of the situation you put them through. Absolutely. And how long you've been doing it. And so then the other thing is, again, don't take it personally and don't make assumptions. Just because you know you've changed doesn't mean everybody else is going to see the change right away because they're still in that mindset of the negative you. Right. So it takes time for that positive, you know. And they may be scarred from from yours. You don't even know like how you're you know, I guess we'll say bad decisions. Right. You don't know what type of situation that put them in. So it may right. take them a little bit longer to accept your change because maybe they're just a little guarded from past experiences Absolutely. Uh, that maybe you don't even know about, you know. Um, but I, I still think it goes to that, you know, don't take it personal. <laughs> you know, it's this, as simple you, as those four keys are. Yeah. Like it's the hardest thing in the world to it do. Is. It, it is. is. Because I still struggle with it. I am, I'm, I'm really trying when I say, yeah, I'm going to be there because then I'm home and I'm like, I'm in my pajamas. Do I really want to get up and go somewhere? Oh man. And it's like, okay, no, I said I was going to be there. I need to be there. I need to do this because that's, that's keeping my word. True, true, that's true. That's part true. of keeping your word and keep being impeccable to your word. You know, it could be a matter of, you know what, I am going to try as hard as I can to acknowledge when you're struggling to a friend. Right. You know, I, I, I'm in my head sometimes. We all are. We get in our heads. I'm a therapist. I'm dealing with people all the time. So sometimes you and everybody's I, don't, head. I don't want to people, but I have to remember I have friends out there that I've said, yeah, you know what, let's meet up. Yeah, let's yeah, talk. Yeah. I know you've got some stuff going on and I have to be aware that, oh, 
I may have to keep my word even though I've peopled, I call it peopling so much because oh, you know what I mean? That's but, a tough but one But it's for like me. I have put myself out there and said, yes, I will do that. So therefore, yes, I have to do that. I've been there. Yeah. That. And then it's you're hard. even more exhausted after. Right. And it's, but it's hard, but it's like, but you said yes. Yeah. So therefore you have to keep to that. Ugh, I don't, man, that's a tough one for word. me. I'm introverted. Well, like, I'm really ambiverted in the sense of, like, I like going out and meeting people and doing stuff, but I also, like, like I enjoy, put like this, <laughs> one of my best friends, uh, we, like, like, some of the best times was just sitting and sitting, not talking, and watching the show. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that was, like, literally probably, like, 80% of us hanging out as friends was, <laughs> we will go to your house, we're going to watch the show, and not talk or we go to my apartment we watch a show and not talk right sometimes that's all you need and, right but i get into these situations to where people are i get all these extroverted friends and it's like let's go do that let's go do that let's go do this let's go do that let's go do this let's go do that and it's like i i initially like when they ask me i'm you like yeah because i'm art i'm right. up i'm at 10 i got all the energy in the world it's tuesday and then Friday comes and I'm like, bro, I've been peopling all fucking week, bro. Right. I don't want to talk to nobody. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or you know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, that's, ugh. I'm going to start saying maybe more often. That way I can keep my word. Like, hey, man, you want to go out this weekend? Maybe. <laughs> talk to me on Friday. Right, like, seriously, like, because, like, oh, man, that'd be the worst. Because you'd be wanting to do it. Right. I mean, I think, well, I, I feel like that, too. But I, I. A way that I get at myself out of it is I'm like, um, they're really looking forward to seeing me, so I'm gonna go. Right. So I talk oh, myself yeah. into it. And well, some- because a part of this is, is like, you know what? I'm thankful. I'm grateful that people want to hang out with me and talk to me and hear what oh, I have yeah. to say, and I want to hear what they have to say because I genuinely care. So it's like in that aspect, it's like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do it because guess what? I said I would do it and. I genuinely care about them. Am yeah. I going to be exhausted afterwards? Absolutely. Oh. But that's when I can take another time to myself. You know, it's it's not always because we're in our heads and it's our world we live in. Right. You know, it's that it's kind of teenage mentality that kind of sticks with us. It's my world. Everybody else is just revolving around me. And that's not necessarily how it is. So when we become adults and we realize, oh, that's right. I said I would go do this because this person really needs that. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, I've got to get up and go and do it because I said I would. I just, that's, I guess, that's hard for me. I'm going to send the iPad like, guest. The iPad who? The iPad guest. Have you seen that? No. So there oh, was. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> there was a company that, that would go to the party and they would have an iPad up. Uh-uh. And and it would have your face on it, and they would walk around, <laughs> and you would be able to talk to everyone at the party or at the restaurant. I, oh my! I literally God. was saying that we should that I was it, it talking out. to Andre of fucking about this like um, shit. It, it, I think about like six months ago. I was like, why don't we instead of like like Uber cars, why don't we Uber people? Like have that people go so to stuff funny. for you, go to people, have people go to functions for you. And then you just like tell them where to go and what to do. No, they don't do that. Yeah. You just tell them to go in. But no, it feels like. Go talk to Karen over there. You got the house in your pajamas and they got the iPad. Karen, what you doing, girl? Yeah. Oh, you drinking a red wine? Which one you got? Uh, how you going to drive home tonight? I got that at the house. Let me get a cup. Anyway. Damn it. But it fizzled out though. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't work out. Well, it, 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 I don't know if it was. I don't know. 
I mean, yeah, I mean that that would be a hard. It was a good idea. Yeah, I'll it was, tell you that. It was a good. It was a good thought for people who don't thought. like to go out. I don't, it may exist still. I don't know. Right? Who knows? Maybe. All right, Marlon, you had somebody that had a question. Oh yeah. Do you remember the question? He's looking at me like I don't remember what I said. Oh yeah. Yeah, your friend. What question? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me pull that up. All right, that so up. we got one more listener question. Right. Uh, <laughs> every time I see this minute. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, where's that question at? You oh, guys, here we go. They're like little kids. I love them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's easily distracted. Squirrel. Squirrel. Um, what are some methods for channeling anger or other strong emotions into useful energy? Think about that. And you can't say Jim. No, 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 no. I have that one already. Right. Well. For people that don't have the gym already. As you can <laughs> see, gym. I have a lot of anger. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> we didn't get that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's inappropriate. <laughs> Stupid. So, I mean, for anybody that has those the, the anger, that I call it anxious energy. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. when you get frustrated or overwhelmed or just that anger comes out and we're like, oh, what do we do with it? Um, I have a gentleman that he, I tell him, I'm like, go in your car, turn on heavy metal, scream the music at the top of your lungs. You're in your car. No, who cares? Yeah, You're in your car, you listen to music, whatever. Yeah. Do something like that. Um, I have a mom that has said to me, I just want to scream. I'm like, go scream in a, t teach your kids to go scream in a pillow. So they're not screaming Ooh. at people. Like scream into a pillow. Um, get out that physical energy. Like it's going in, and I'm like, I have a gentleman that used to, at one of my old jobs, he lived on a farm. I'm like, do you have some of those old tractor tires? He's like, yeah. He said, flip them. Ooh, yeah. Flip them. Go flip them. That'll they have me. they have smash houses where you can go in and pay money. I always wanted to do that. Stuff. Um, I have a that shit's amazing. Whoever right, came up with that, I know that was smart. Well, and I, I had a client that um, again a different client that was out in the country, and she said, "I have this old um, oh gosh, where anyway she she had this old bin, and she said." I just need to throw stuff. So she's like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I, I was like, solutions. Let's find yeah, solutions. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, well, I don't want to go spend a lot of money. So all these yard sales where they have free shit out after the yard sale, I'm going to go find all the glass stuff I can find. She put on, her husband was a fisherman, so she put on fisherman garb, put on oh, goggles, yeah. had big old gloves on, and started throwing it into that bin and started smashing stuff, started smashing stuff. Mm -hmm. It helped her get out that anger. Um, axe chopping. Axe chopping is probably one of the like, absolutely. Most, like, I'll probably dislocate my know. shoulder with that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, hey, that was a good. When I get frustrated, honestly, day. I go for drives and I just listen to like music and sing yeah. at the top of my lungs because I'm like to get it out. Anything to get it out because there's no like. We get taught it's not okay to do that. Yeah. We get taught as kids if you're frustrated, go in timeout. Right. When you go in, you don't. Timeout. You don't have outbursts. Right. It's like, well, what you, do I do with this anger? Right. So then you're taught just go sit in your room. What do you do? You stew. Right. And then it, it just builds worse. and builds it and builds. builds, and then you blow up. So instead, then you of, punch the kid at school. Right. <laughs> Are we talking personal experiences? Do we personal experience. Oh my personal God. experience. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna talk. Meet me on the playground. Sorry. Right. Anthony, Anthony, if you remember me, I'm sorry. It was it was not personal. But does that make sense? It's like we have to get that out. Just like when people are anxious mm. and they start getting panicky. Well, you're anxious because we're worrying about things we have no control over. Right. 
So then you start worrying about it, and then you start whirling in your head like a tornado. Ooh, that spiral. Right. They you start, start going and going and going. Oh. And it's like you got to ground yourself first to get yourself out of the panic. And then it's like, okay, but then you have all this energy. What do you do with it? Isn't there a, a trick for that? The grounding? Yeah. The five things you see, you say them out loud. Four things you touch, you touch them, you say them out loud. Three things you hear, you say it out loud. Two things you can smell, you say it out loud, and then you check your That's family. just going to give me more anxiety. I'm like, dang, should I name I, the coffee pot or should I name? No, 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 But I'm see, kidding, this I'm is kidding. the thing, though, because when you're whirling, your cortisol levels are going higher and higher and higher. Mm-hmm. That's only causing more anxiety. You're, you're causing yourself to go into fight or flight. But if you're using five things you see, you're looking, just pointing and seeing five things. You say them out loud. You're using your sight. You're using your voice. Four things you see, touch them. You're using touch. You're using sight. You're using your voice. Three things you can hear. We tend to dart our eyes around. <laughs> we tend to dart our eyes around looking for, what, what, are we, what am I hearing? Right, right. So you're looking around. So again, you're using all your senses. So what you're doing is you're getting yourself out of the world. My thing is I can't think of those exercises when I'm frustrated. <laughs> but that's when you practice them when you're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. So that it becomes a normal to do. Then I get more frustrated. I'm like, dang it, why didn't I remember why? I, I think about it after I always think about it after the fact. It's like when you're in an argument and you're in, when you're in the middle of the argument, right? you say some pretty good points and you're like, I, I know that like I won that argument. But then you get in the car and you're like, Man, I should have said that. I should have said this, I should have said this, I should have said this. And then, and then my thing is is asking yourself, how was it gonna benefit me? I would have won the damn argument. Uh, <laughs> but again, how's it gonna benefit you to win the argument? Because there's an argument. I'm better than you. No, right, I'm just right. kidding. I'm smarter, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my God. But there's reasons we do that stuff. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, it's just, it's all a matter of how's it going to benefit you True. in a positive way. So, and it, you know, the thinking positive, positive things will happen. It will if you put action behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you can't just sit on your butt and be like, oh, right. I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. Right. Well, what did you do to become one? Right. I thought about it. Uh, well, mm. You know, they're like, Don't work you know, that way. think about the car you want. Envision yourself driving in it. And guess what? You're going to have that car. Uh, okay. That car. Well, what payment? Up. Right. right. <laughs> that what payment? High payment, by the way. Right. right. It's a brand new car. You, you know how have, much your income need to be to have that car? You have <laughs> a good, really got a really good credit and a co-signer. But does that still And a down payment. So, I and mean, just full do- coverage. <laughs> Right. Before you drive off the lot. And you got you to have that proof of insurance so you know that's going to go yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Especially in Texas. And when I bought no, my first car. Especially in my Texas. name. I was like, ooh, I'm going to drive off the lot for like $200. They said, well, no, you got to pay this. And they that. pay that. And, they gotta and then we need you to go get this and come back with that. I was like, uh, uh, and y'all want me to put some money down? When I registered my car, I told the lady, are you serious? When she told me the, mm-hmm. the registration amount, I'm like, I'm not. Really? I have to pay that? And title and tags. And oh, all. my God. Oh, I was like, y'all just hit me with everything. I'm scared for the next time I have to register. <laughs> at, that point, at that point, I was like, y'all got anything cheaper? <laughs> <laughs> I need a different car. I thought I could. Give me half I, a sticker. I can't, I can't afford Rick this car. Have half a sticker. <laughs> can we get the turbo package off? Can, how much I can save on that? <laughs> but I just, I mean, in all in all, I mean, mental health is, is self-talk. A lot of it's self-talk. We talk ourselves into anything. Yeah. Our brain is so powerful. We talk ourselves into everything. I th- I need that motherfucker to like like cool oh, off a little damn. bit. Like, hey, brain, brain, let's have a conversation, right. bro. It ain't that serious. It ain't that serious. We not we not chasing dinosaurs no more. You don't have to survive <laughs> everything. Some things is okay. It's not that bad. Like, let me live a little bit. 
But, but I mean, he, even with the things that are going on in society today, you know, I have a lot of older people that are like, this is reminding me of back in the day when this happened, when this happened, when this happened. Mm. And that all that residual effect of all that trauma from that time is coming back. Can you imagine like living during like medieval medieval times? When they had no therapist. Them right. fools had so much mental <laughs> just health issues. Right. <laughs> You'd be walking down the street and just Johnny dead. Like, throw. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he didn't deliver my mail yesterday on time. <laughs> and you the new mail boy. You're like, oh, quit. Right? I quit. I quit. <laughs> I, quit. Uh, I see what you did to Johnny. I ain't no, no, no. We're in the Westerns. You get pissed mm-hmm. off at somebody. I'll meet you outside. Well, I'll meet you have a Mexican standoff. Oh, we yeah. will not. <laughs> I will be having a Mexican sit down. Get you some tequila and think about it. Nobody. Talk to protect you. It's the, it's the sheriff too at that. <laughs> right. And then look, and then it's like if you want to be the next sheriff, you just go kill the current sheriff. Oh, and everybody looks at you like, well, well, he's the sheriff. Well, now. He's the sheriff now. Like, right. oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. I would literally walk around with stage five anxiety all day, every day, just like just man. Cause. All you got to do is watch Gangs of New York, and that's what it was like. Oh my god, that oh, can, I, I could not imagine. You never living. seen Gangs of oh, New yes, York. I have. Oh, I could yes, not I imagine living during that day. It's like. Man, that butcher guy? No. No. He was hardcore. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But yeah, and that's But I mean, it's all it's all about honestly, it's all it, Every time I talk to my clients, I'm like, "Listen, they're like with this and this and this." And I'm like, "Right? How's it benefiting you to react the way you're reacting? Because mm-hmm. it's not working. It worked before, it's not working now, so we got to try something different." We I feel like it's it was one of those things where you're never like I hate to say this, but you're never done doing the work. Well, mental health is the hardest work you can do. I feel like Physical, you're never, you know, you're never I know finished. Damn well, if I eat healthy and actually work out, my ass could be a skinny bitch. I know that. Right. I know that if I, you know, do what I'm supposed to do, I can make money. If I hustle, get a second job, get a third job, I can hustle, right, 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 make right. all this money. I know that stuff. But mental health is sometimes a minute by minute moment. Yeah. It's on, you know, it's that constant because we're constantly in our heads. So we're constantly thinking. And if you're constantly thinking, then it's like, okay, what am I convincing myself today? Right. What am I convincing myself right now? And so it's ch- checking it. Mm. And I, I love clients that are like, well, I do keep a journal. And I'm like, okay, do you go back and read it? Well, yeah. I'm like, how's it benefiting you? Well, it's really not because I'm like, I because oh, you're thing, going back to those same emotions. Right, You're putting it back into your head and you're feeling it all over. We've had a positive journal. That's fine. I tell people, keep a gratitude journal. Keep oh, gratitude, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What was good about today? Even if it was the most shitty je- day, guess what? You woke up and you were able to. I had 10 today. toes today. Right. Like, <laughs> but it's the truth because there are people. I smelled a fart in the elevator. Right. <laughs> Those are not the positives of my day. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you had like a really, really bad day, like everything went well, bad. The elevator opened. Okay, right? Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't collapse. It just right. it, it worked. The elevator worked. I had all um, green lights on the way home. See, you know, it's stuff like that. Instead of like thinking, oh my god, today was so shitty. I don't ever want today. Just sucked. Yeah. Okay, but wait. At the end of your day, give me five things you were grateful for. Like, cause there's gotta be something, you know what? It was sunny out. Yeah. It didn't rain on my drive home. Yeah. I hate driving in Dallas in the rain. Gas <laughs> like, went down 10 gas, cents. Right. 
Like all these That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Oh, well, you drive an electric car. That doesn't count. I know, whatever. I saw it plugged in early. I wanted to unplug it. I know. You give it the struggle like the rest of us. $12 a month in electric. Until, you know, the grid goes out. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Have solar. Put, uh, you put $12 in your car right now, it'll laugh at you. Like, it, it'll burp it back out. Right. 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 That's, oh, oh, that's what you thought you was going to do? Right. <laughs> barely start the engine. Pump it again. <laughs> but it's, it is. It's really trying to find those things. Like, I, you know, we get so stuck in that negative space because it's easy. It's easy. It's easy to do. Because and it's a comfort sometimes. Yeah. Especially with social media now because I feel like if you're already in a negative space, I feel like it's so oh easy. Social media social is a media. breeding ground for negativity. Uh, in every oh, aspect. Man. In like if I'm going through something aspect. negative, I will yeah. not get on social media. because Oh, yeah. Nobody knows anything going on in, in my life. Or I don't like when people send out those memes that... That's really targeted towards one of their friends or something. Oh, I'm about to say I send him funny memes all the time. Oh. <laughs> I just say, no, I'm talking about those memes that say treat others how you want to be treated or some, you know, inspirational. But at the same time, I call them positive negative memes. Well, because you're digging at somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah you're taking a shot at somebody. But yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yes, that's exactly what it is. I'm like, man, I can't stand these posts. Just and I'm tell like, the wait person. A I put all kinds of positive posts she out. No, I'm like, talking I, about. I attack Marlon all the time. <laughs> he, I don't even know I'm doing it. And he'll be like. Go I'm like going through her like feed. I'm like, what the fuck? What the mm. fuck? <laughs> Another she one, another one, another one, another one. She knows. Wait till we get to mental health. But it is, I mean, you, social media, not only is it for the self-esteem issues that are going on, it also tr triggers people's trauma. Mm -hmm. It also triggers, like, their depression, their anxiety. Like, you re I, the political stuff I see, and I, every once in a while I post something political and then I delete it because I'm like, nah, I didn't really want to put that out there. Because I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm on Do it. Or, yeah, that's the devil on this. Come side. and get canceled. Join the canceled crew. <laughs> but there's certain things. It's like, you know, people don't need to know that stuff. They don't need to know when I'm sitting home binge watching Netflix. Like, mm. who needs to see that? So I'm going to post the positive stuff. But then you see people that are like, oh, today is a horrible day. And it's like so <sighs> cringy. And so depressing, and it's like... Or those TikToks where they're crying. How do you set up your phone and then cry on camera so that you can save the video, and then you're watching it and editing it, and... I don't know. I don't get it. I, but it perpetuates mm. those feelings. It keeps those feelings going. It's that, you know, because it's, it's okay to do that on social media. It's been allowed. It's been normalized. Yeah. 100%, but I, I just, I don't know. You know the one thing I really hate though? The one thing that really just uh -oh. <laughs> grinds my gears. Oh my god. I hate when people Squeezes do um <laughs> kind gestures for people and post them. And they film it and post it. I just feel like oh my I that, god, that I, I just don't it's just either. so annoying. If you're gonna do something nice for somebody, just you shouldn't need the pat on the back no. for it. Like them being happy and you sharing that moment. With them and together, together and that, and that should be enough. People all the time, and yeah. Give them money or and they give them money, or like, oh, I just bought this person a house, and and it's just like one. I guess for me, one like if this person is in a tough situation, right, right, and you're going to help them out, 
you searching for this accolade or pat on the back is putting their situation out there and maybe on blast they're yeah like they're appreciative of the help but maybe they didn't want everybody to know that they were getting evicted maybe they didn't want everybody to know they couldn't afford a car maybe they didn't want everybody to know that you know they're going through hard times maybe they didn't want people to know all that so it's just like for me like like that is so every time i see it it's so cringe because i'm like are you doing this thing because it's in your heart to help this person or are you doing this because you need another thousand followers? Right. And to me, that's just like, if it's I'm going to do something, it's tacky. If I'm going to yeah. do something nice for you, I'm doing it in the moment. I'm doing it because you need it. And whether a million people see me do it is not going to take away from the effect of what I get out of it for right. helping you. You know what I mean? And, and I think but that's then the there's weirdest the flip thing on side social media to me. On the flip side, I will say that there are some that make people aware that there's still good people out there in a way. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, give us the positive side. I'm just saying, no, there are some that put that perspective out. You can tell the perspective by the video. One video that is the negative connotation is him getting out. I I remember this guy getting out. He's like, I'm giving them this and this and this. He's on live for Christmas to all these homeless people right here. And he's going in there. He's like, Merry Christmas and filming them. I'm like, if I was homeless, I wouldn't want you to film me and throw a bag at me, you know, like show me some Uh, respect because you're doing it for other reasons. Then I see the side where they're at the gas station and they're just there to help anyone with some gas money you know so they give them they're like hey i i really wanted to give you some gas money because a lot of people are struggling with gas right now okay yeah 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 there's somebody out there that is doing one that he will say hey man i got i'm on my last dollar do you think you can give me 50 cents or you know i need to get a coffee is there any way that you'd be willing this or you know there was one guy he wanted to i've never i want to get on i've never sat on a bike can i sit on your motorcycle and the guy's like, uh, I really got to get going. He's like, oh, man, I'll give you my shoes, whatever you want. Like, I really want to sit on this bike and just rev it. And the guy's like, I mean, if it means that much to you, absolutely go for it. And he, you know, sat on it. He revved it up. And he's like, oh, my God, this is this is one of my dreams. Yeah. And he gets off the bike and he hands the guy, because you did something kind to me, I'm going to do something kind to you. And he handed him $500. Okay, those videos I don't necessarily and, have a bad thing. I and I'm I'm kind of yeah. Torn. I think everything ha- on social media has that negative and positive right. side to I'm each. Torn with you that know, because topic. It's like, yeah. I felt good about it, but at the same time I'm like, but why are you filming it? Yeah. You're just doing things like that out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah. I mean, when I, I go to the, you know when I go to drive up and somebody's like, oh, they paid for your coffee. Well, I'm gonna pay for the person behind me. You don't need to tell them who paid for it, but it's gonna get paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those because you somebody actually did that to me for the very first time ever it happens to me i thought that was i thought that was social media bullshit and then i was at starbucks uh uh this past past weekend this past weekend and the motherfuckers in front of me pay for pay for my coffee and i was like i thought the lady was joking she was like oh don't worry about it the people in front of you pay for you i was like ha ha yeah whatever candy camera and they're like no they pay for you so then we pay for a person behind us. Absolutely. A little tear that, came that, down yeah, his eye. Yeah, that pain of But that's the <laughs> nice stuff. That's, that's the stuff we're supposed to. Or like when you go volunteer somewhere. I hate when you see celebrities going to volunteer and they've got the cameras there. Man, Why? let me tell you something. When I worked at State Farm, um, I 
always wanted to do their little charity things that they had and they always had a sign up sheet. So I went to one that was putting uh, care packages together for the LGBT homeless community. Mm-hmm. And so we went to, I don't, I don't remember, somewhere in downtown Dallas and we had this event and we were putting this stuff together and I've done like homeless shelters going to uh, feed them Thanksgiving right, and stuff yep, in the I've past. That, so yep. I've done some of that stuff before right. and to go to this, Man, I felt so embarrassed because State Farm, every moment to them was a photo op and to make them uh, look good. And I get it. It's publicity, but it looked, it felt really tacky for me. And I did not want to even do it. I was genuinely there, you know, because we you would put the care package together mm-hmm. and they would give you a card and you can write whatever, whatever you want to that homeless young person. So I was writing all this stuff in there for all of them, like right. everything I could to help them. And here you are, like, I just felt like it was fake to me you know fake love or corporate yeah very corporate and i was i never did another event like that again because it made me feel so uncomfortable like i don't need anybody to know that i did this it i did it because i wanted to do it and i i haven't done it in a long time because i don't know where in dallas and i mean i could easily Mm -hmm. look it up and find out but i used to go to you know go look at all the older people um you know go into nursing homes and stuff like that and I would just go sit and listen to them talk and the stories that you hear and do you know what that meant to them just to have some young kid listen to them I didn't know that that was a thing until someone came in like because their families don't come see them a lot or they get kind of lonely or so when but it's stuff like that that you do and it's positive it's putting a positive impact out there nobody needs to know you're doing it yeah. That, that that's my big thing. If yeah. it's really coming from your heart, like I feel like the need to broadcast yeah. it out there is like <laughs> Dustin so, Barber says, Amy, marry me. <laughs> Aw, Dustin, I love you too. <laughs> oh, you know Dustin? I know Dustin. Oh, oh okay. well, we can arrange it. <laughs> oh now they're arranged. Live on air. Oh my god. Arrange podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, we have to go to Utah. All right. Uh, uh, thank you guys, though, for those questions. If anybody has any more questions for next month, like bring them on. Yeah, definitely let us Seriously. know. Um, it, it, it doesn't have to be public. We don't have to know who you are. It can be anonymous. Unless um, you message me, I'm, t- I'm blast your ass. Oh, <laughs> don't message him. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, you can submit your question to us. We'll keep it anonymous. And you know what I would like to hear? Not just a question, but maybe a scenario that you're going through that you want kind of help and guidance in getting through. So maybe like, maybe I'm going through this. What do you think? Am I right or am I wrong? You know, those scenarios are okay too. Um, But look, if you want our opinion though, don't like the force, the four rules. Don't. Right. Don't take take it it personal. Personal. Unless it helps you. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you guys. I'm Ambrose Ayala, your host. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. We are doing our. Oh, what's next week? Conspiracy again. Conspiracy again. Yeah, and I'll be heckling them. So you'll see me in the comments. Oh, uh, this time we are talking about CERN. I guess I was thinking we should have talked about CERN before the. But they have they haven't released any information on what happened with the. uh, Oh, I got some information on that. That that was supposed to be July fourth, right? Fifth, fifth, fifth. fifth, fifth. Yeah, because I was told don't drink on the fourth because on the fifth you're gonna you're gonna know. Yeah, you're gonna be like drinking anyway. Oh, did you? Yeah, I I drank some sangria. I was driving back from Maine. I just drove. Oh well. 
Um, But they haven't released anything from the experiment, so we don't know if it went well. We don't know if we're on a new timeline or. Well, I got some information for us. Oh my God, I can't wait. Yeah, we're talking about CERN (laughs) next time, guys. So stay tuned. These episodes with therapist Amy come on Thursdays, and Wednesdays is our regular schedule episode. Um, So we're always here 6 p.m. Central Time. Follow us on all our social media accounts Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Twitch. We have a Twitch. We have a Twitch, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll see you next time.